hello everyone and welcome back to golden hour thank you so much for coming back and listening this is the second episode of my podcast super exciting crazy to just think about and as you can tell from the title we are going to get into some scary fun stories, advice for today. I'm going to talk about changes in my life, changes in the world, um, finding yourself, and the scary parts of that. Also going to talk about something really exciting that happened to me like two weeks ago and how that impacted the change and finding yourself, all that fun jazz. So I'm just going to kind of get into what's been going on in my life and something I learned this week. This week has been a long week, not in a bad way, but it just feels like within the span of a week, it's been two weeks. And I have just kind of sat back and been like oh my gosh this week has been so long and I think it's because I've been doing a lot it was Halloween weekend I was with all my friends it was so much fun but it just felt like a weekend consumed of five days which is great because it was the weekend And we had some fun, met new people, and it was just a great time. I have kind of had a rough past two days or so just in my head and not really, I guess, appreciating life and where I'm at right now not in a bad way just kind of in my head a lot which things happen life happens you're not going to be you know your perfect self 24 7 but that's okay that's what I've learned I used to when I was down on myself and I was in my head I used to blame myself for it and be like oh my gosh Emerson why are you so down on yourself why are you questioning yourself you're taking life so seriously and I think I mentioned in my last podcast just how we take life so seriously and every single step that we take is supposed to be in the right direction and it's supposed to guide us to being our best and truest self and I realize it's just not true It's just not true. We have a lot of ups and downs. And that's what gets us to where we want to be and where we want to go and who we really are. And so the past two days, I've been really in my head, just negative self-talk, telling myself that I don't deserve this, I don't deserve that. And I sat back and I was just like, Okay, well, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like 
It's Halloween weekend. I'm out with my friends. I'm doing things I love. Two of my friends, Ivy and Emma, we went hiking and swimming and went to the beach this weekend. We were really active outside and it was just beautiful. And it was so nice just to get out. But yesterday I was kind of down and we went outside and after being outside and going for a hike, I just felt so much better. But I still felt kind of discouraged. And like I said before, I used to really blame myself for that. And that ruined my whole day. Just not being where I needed to be and not having fun, not thinking positively. But I realized why I felt like that. And it was because it hadn't happened to me in a while. It hadn't happened to me in a while. That negative self-talk, the negative, the negativity in my head telling me I'm not, you know, worth this. I'm not good enough for this. I don't know what I'm doing. I hadn't had that in a while. And it hit me and I think since I haven't had that in a while that I felt really down on myself for that and I felt really hard on myself and so obviously when you're in the moment you're I was like oh my gosh I'm bringing everyone else's energy down. I'm not being as positive as I should be, blah, blah, blah. But then I realized I haven't felt like this in a long time. So it's okay to feel like this. And I went back to the day and kind of went through it and said, why did I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? All this stuff. And it was because I didn't do what makes me feel good. And for the past, I would say, month, I've kind of gone to a routine every day of waking up, not going on my phone, meditating, reading, stretching, just kind of having the morning to myself, drinking a glass of water and not being on my phone. And I looked back on Sunday and Saturday and I did not take that time for myself. I did not spend that 30 minutes at the beginning of the day to read or write or spend time working on myself and bettering myself and making me feel good. And I realized how much of an impact that had on my life and how much it has on my day and the negative thoughts. Because if I wake up and I scroll on Instagram the first thing in the morning, I'm consumed of it the whole day. And I'm just in a really bad headspace. I'm not waking up, doing what I need to do for myself. And that's my goal for the rest of the day. It's I'm consumed in my phone, in non-realistic things. And I just now know that it does have a really big impact on my 
brain and my health and how I feel about myself and the negative energy and the positive energy that spending time on yourself has on you as a person. And so that's what I learned this past week is just how important it is to find the things that make you feel good and keep on doing those throughout the week. See what it does, see how your body reacts, see how it improves your mental health, how you view yourself. Find little things like that and keep on doing them. And then if you see a change in your mental state, then just keep on doing them because it just makes you feel good. So that's kind of what I will, it's kind of transitioning into kind of the big topics I want to talk about today. And that's change. Changes and the change of finding yourself and how that is a scary part. Change is scary. Change is huge in anyone's life. So I just wanted to talk about, first of all, that when you're in the process of finding yourself, it's not just one thing is going to suddenly like appear out of nowhere and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is who I am. It's a constant learning process. And I have been through many different stages of finding out who I am, who I want to be, the impact I want to have on others, the jobs that I want, the opportunities that are presented to me and how I'm going to use it in a positive way. And I have been through many phases of trying to find myself as a person. Aesthetic-wise, morals, values, hobbies, things that make me happy, things that make me feel good, the people I want to surround myself with. There's a lot of ways that you can find yourself and those things have an impact on who you become. So, like I said, I've been through many stages. I've been through... In high school, I bleached my hair blonde. I cut it short. I made it darker. (laughs) I changed it to purple. I did a bunch of stuff. I got my nose pierced. I had a lot of different friend groups. And I just, I went through a lot of stages. I figured out things that made me happy and things that didn't make me happy, but I had to go through that process to realize, okay, this is something that doesn't work for me, but it works for them. And I'm at a stage in my life right now where there's this big change that happened. I moved away from my family. I'm on my own. And I didn't know how to handle that. I first month of being here, I didn't think I could do it. 
the change of going from what you've lived with in your family, your friends, your house, your hometown, and then changing your environment completely and leaving everything that you know behind, you lose yourself. And I lost myself. And I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think that I could really fulfill the life that I always dreamed about. I always dreamed about living here. I always dreamt about, you know, waking up and taking time for myself and really becoming a solid person that loves themselves and, you know, wants to achieve their goals and waking up and having that in mind and having their dream job, working towards that, going to school, working hard. And I've always wanted to do that. I've always had this drive, but I didn't know what those goals consisted of. And so one time I was in therapy And my therapist made me go through kind of the main goals of what I want and what I see myself as. And I forgot what we called them. I guess I'm just going to say future goals. That's not what it was, but my future goals. And I know that one big one was independence. One was being financially stable on my own. One was self-love. The other one was having my dream job. And those, I can't remember the other ones, but those were like the four specific ones. And once I got here and and I really was by myself, no one, none of my friends, I had to start fresh, basically. And so that was really scary. I had anxiety. I had to go back home for a couple. I think I went home for like a week or so. to Because of that, I just, I felt like I was so consumed by so much change that it just got too much for me. It got way too much for me. Everything changed so fast and I didn't know how to handle it. So I went back home, I was with my family, I got to see all my best friends, and then I came back. And as soon as I came back, I kind of told myself, I said, this is my time to truly find myself and start learning about myself and what makes me happy and what drives me to live my best life every day. So I sat down and I talked to my mom. I wrote it in my journal. I talked to my friends and I started creating a routine for myself. Before this, I didn't have a routine. I was just going with the flow of everything and I would wake up before class go to the gym, maybe go to the gym later in the day, do my work, all this stuff. And then I started to pick up like little things here and there. So I started waking up, I think like maybe like 
30 minutes before my class and I would just read five pages of a book and I looked at it instead of just reading I just looked at it as a time for me to not be on my phone to wake up and read something that will give me some substance for my day so I started with that and then I started waking up and I started journaling and writing down everything that I was grateful for. And then that turned into me waking up, reading, writing, and then stretching in the morning. And then I woke up a little earlier and I realized I really love to just have a morning to myself. And that was waking up, reading, meditating, stretching, making my coffee, doing my routine, and then going to the gym. And I've done this for the past three weeks. And I truly, truly love it. I love it. And I am in such a good mood for the day. And it makes me feel like I am working on myself, getting one step closer to my goals and that's the self-love aspect is just taking time for myself and I'm creating a process where I can get to that goal of self-love and that's repeating affirmations to myself in the morning and reading books that true I truly love not just to read but because I truly will find ideas I will learn about something I will wake up with positive affirmations in my head, stuff like that. And I realize mornings are really my time for me and set up my day for just good energy. And so that is something that I learned about myself. So after that, I kind of changed that my morning routine and I started making a routine. And then I realized I love that. I love doing that. And then I went to working out and I just wanted to be consistent because I love, I, I used to be, um, I was an athlete for all of my life. Volleyball, water polo beach volleyball, soccer, all the good stuff, track, basketball, all the good stuff since I was really, really young. And so I've always loved working out and I've always loved just, I don't know. It was always my like escape. I think that I talked about this in my last podcast, but it's my escape and it's something that I am very, It just makes me feel really good. And it's my escape from my anxiety, my stress. It just lets all that out. So I just want to be consistent. So I'd wake up, do my morning routine, and then I'll go to the gym at 7.30, work out, come home, stretch, all the good stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this routine for a week and see how I feel. Did it for a week, loved it. And then I did it again and again and I truly love this 
And I realized that I love working out and I love being active. And after that, I looked at, you know, what makes me happy and what makes me feel good. And it's spending time on myself. I love working out. I love being in workout classes. I go to Orange Theory and Orange Theory is the best thing ever. The coaches are so amazing. The energy within that class makes you feel like you are on cloud nine. And I watch these coaches help people just feel good and doing it in a way that I love. And that's pushing yourself and making yourself stronger. And I just love it. So after going to the those Orange Theory classes here, I used to go to some back home, but when I came here, I kind of didn't go for a while because I needed to just figure out and settle down. And now I'm back and I love it. I truly love it. And I've always wanted to do something with it. Everyone's always told me, Emerson, you should be a Zumba instructor. You have such good energy, all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, that would be really fun. That's like a dream, like to be able to be in a good energy invested environment, making people feel good and doing something that I love. Like that's the dream right there. And so I didn't really want to get a job here. I wanted to really spend time on school and, you know, going to the beach and having fun. And I just wrote down everything that, you know, makes me happy. And I just realized that I would really love to work at Orange Theory, but I've never had a real job. I don't think they're going to like me. I am just really scared because I don't think I'm capable of being in that environment. Like, I don't think I'm capable of having a job that I would be, I would love and that I could fully give my energy to. And I just, I was really negative about it. And I was like, I can't achieve this goal. I can't get, like, it's impossible for me to get from here to here. And not like impossible, but I just, it was so crazy to me to think I could get a job that I've always kind of wanted, but I just don't think I can take that big step. Like, I don't think that I'm ready for that. I'm not ready to achieve that. I'm not ready to do that yet. And I think I was so scared because it's such a big step. I've never had a real job. I'm a completely honest with you guys. I have never had a real job. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am just, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't, like, I'm working so hard on myself and I'm doing all these things that adding this other big step into my life, I don't think I can do. 
And it's really scary because it's a dream job of mine. Everyone there is so sweet and so nice, but there's something in my head that just says, you can't achieve that. And I just realized that I'm at a point in my life where there's so much change that I'm pulling away from being able to create a life that makes me happy and that is following my values and goals because I was in a cycle and in a environment that was the same and I got used to it and now I'm in an environment everything's completely new and now I am able to take those big steps and I'm doubting myself because it's all new and crazy and it's overwhelming to think I could achieve this but it's gonna take some risk it's gonna take some you know hard work to be able to get there and truly finding yourself and finding what makes you happy and that you know that you'll be good at that it's scary because I think it's one more step closer to finding who you are and I realized without those obstacles and going through those different stages of your life, I wouldn't be here working towards goals that I never thought I'd be working towards. And it's a scary thing. It's a really scary thing. And I think before this, before I got to Hawaii, I was talking to my mom and I was just telling her, I said, I don't know who I am. And I don't know, like I'm sitting here, I'm looking in the mirror and I don't know who I am. I don't know who Emerson truly is because I don't know who I want to be. I don't know, like... You know how you have a, you like look at people on Instagram, let's just say. You look at people on Instagram or on, um, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. (laughs) You look at people on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever, and they have like an aesthetic. And they have that aesthetic and that matches their personality and who they are as a person. I was there and I had, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Hold on. Hi, I'm back. Sorry. I had a little, had to go do something real fast. I'm back. (laughs) Um, I had to go get groceries. So um, I didn't have any other time to go. So Sorry for that, but I'm back. Um, So yeah, I was just talking about how, you know, we see people on Instagram and they kind of give off an aesthetic, right? You are able to see who they are through their pictures, through their clothes, through all of this stuff. 
And not saying that we should judge people off of that, but it gives you a good representation of just kind of how they like to carry themselves. And I don't really, I, I feel like you go through phases of, you know, styles and haircuts and all these things. Um, and I came to a point where I was just confused. Like, I didn't know who I wanted to be. I didn't know what, like, I was just really confused about how I wanted to pre- present myself to the world. And basically, my mom told me, she said, well, you know, who do you follow on Instagram? Who do you look up to? Why do you look up to those people? Why do you, are you drawn to these people that you follow on Instagram? And I thought that was a great question. You know, I was like, wow, you're so right. I don't know, like, I don't know why I follow them. Like, why am I drawn to these certain people? So she just told me that. And she said, go through the ones that you look up to the most or the ones that stand out to you the most and pick qualities from them that you are drawn to and that you find the most unique and that's kind of why you're drawn to those people because you find that so interesting and so basically what I'm trying to say is I went through all these people And most of the people that I am drawn to are people that live a very, a very healthy lifestyle and someone who loves the beach and is very in the moment all these people are like Earthy Andy, Alana Blanchard. <laughs> um, and I look at these people and I was like, okay, well, this is, these are the qualities that, you know, I want to, I want to be, I want to be someone who impacts other people's lives. I want to treat my body with respect. I want to love myself as a person. So I picked out qualities that I was attracted to because that's what I want to be, if that makes sense. Not that I'm saying like I want to be someone else, but it kind of gave me an idea of why I am attracted to that kind of stuff and those people and those qualities of people because those are the things that I want to aspire to be. So I started doing things that I found um, interesting and that I saw in other people that 
I was like, that's so cool. I want to try that. And so a lot of them was morning routines and going through that. And then I knew I followed a lot of like fitness people. And I always wondered why I love to watch, you know, those things on YouTube and I follow their life. And I always wondered why. And it's because I love working out and I love just seeing that as well and so I realized I want to live a lifestyle where I am active and I move my body and I go outside so I just started writing things down and then I started doing them myself and the more and more I did it the more and more I was like this feels like me this feels like me and I just thought that was an amazing thing that my mom told me because I never thought about that. Like, we're attracted to, like, when we're on social media, we see someone outside and we, someone stands out to you. It's either, like, their clothes, their hair, maybe their, like, confidence that it brings off. And those people stand out to us because... That's something that we want, you know? And so I just thought that was such a good um, way of looking at it and looking at, you know, if you are confused or you are trying to find yourself, just sit down. And it might take a couple of tries. Like maybe something doesn't work for you. That's okay. At least you know now. And then you can go from there and work off of that. And that's kind of where I'm at right now is I'm figuring these things out. I'm learning about myself and I'm understanding how I process life and I process certain emotions and obstacles. And now I have the awareness and I think it's so interesting. I don't when you go through this process of self-discovery and learning about yourself, it is so scary. And you take risks and you start developing these ideas and these morals and values that maybe you didn't before you, before this journey. But now you look back and you look at your old self and you're like, wow, I have gone from this to this in a matter of a year or two years. And if I didn't go through that stage of my life, I wouldn't know this about myself or I wouldn't learn how to handle this situation. And so I just am going through the scarcity of life right now and the scarcity of change and going for what I really want and my goals and it's scary I was contacting for a job that I've always wanted to have I think I said this before and I was sitting down at the table 
and they got back to me and they're like just email me your resume and like I said before I had not had a job before but I had made a resume but I couldn't find it and I was like oh my gosh am I gonna have to make another resume I know this sounds really bad oh my gosh this sounds really bad but I'm at that point where like Oh my gosh, I'm not going to have to do this. Like, this is going to be so much work. I know this sounds bad. I'm <laughs> I seem really lazy. I promise you I'm not. But that was going through my head. So I went on my computer. I looked in my, like, files and stuff. And I found a resume that I had. And I added stuff to it. But I was just sitting there. And I was like, Emerson, if this is something that you really want to do, you just got to do it. Like, it's not going to be an easy thing to get to your goal and your job. And then I had to call someone and I was really scared to call them. And I was like, no, I'm not going to call them. Like, I'm just too scared. And then I realized again, I was like, okay, this is your, this is a goal of yours. This is a goal. You're going to have to, you know, Take a leap of faith and just go. Go for it. Full send. And so I made the phone call. I did what I needed to do. And I'm just so happy I did it. But it's scary. It's scary to take that jump. It's scary to realize that it's going to take some work to really, really reach your goals. And maybe there's some of you right now who are just really, really lost. You don't know, you don't know your purpose. You don't know what you want to do for a job or a career. And you feel all this pressure from your family, your friends, everyone else is going to college. They know what they're going to do. They know what they're going to study. And you're just, I have no idea. Let me tell you, a lot of people are in that situation. Like, you are not alone in that. I am still in that where I question, you know, a lot of things. And let me tell you, it takes time. It takes time. But you have to just appreciate where you are right now and know that that, this feeling right now is not forever. This is not forever. I promise you, it's not forever. But you have to be able to take that jump and that leap and that that jump of faith to really start to get to know yourself and get to the goals that you want. And maybe it the first step is writing down those goals. What is a goal that you really want to reach? What is something that you is very important to you? Or go through people that you like look up and look up to and really go into detail about what stands out to you about them. Is it that they're a kind person? Is it that they're very confident? Is it they're, the clothes they wear? What is it about them that you're drawn to? And if it's their morning routine, if it's their lifestyle, then start 
to do that, incorporate that in your life and see how that makes you feel. If it doesn't make you feel good, don't do it. If you're starting to be like, okay, this feels good. This is something that makes me feel happy, makes me feel good, makes me feel more confident. Then keep on doing that. Go over it. It's learning to know yourself takes a lifetime and it takes a lot of mistakes. It takes a lot of patience to truly know yourself as a person. And I think that self-discovery is such a beautiful thing, but it's a very scary thing at the same time. Because some things that you thought thought before was who you were or who you thought you should be, and now you're at a spot where you're like, that's not what I want. Life changes. Everything changes. And that's okay. You might be like, you know what? This is my time to start fresh, to start new, to start my dream life. Go freaking do it. Go freaking do it. It's going to be scary. I left Hawaii for a week to go home because I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I can do this. I had so much self-doubt. I was so anxious. I was scared. I The dream was too big. The dream was way too big. And I was overwhelmed by the emotion of being where I've always wanted to be. And now I'm doing this podcast, which is something that I never thought I would ever do. And now I'm applying for a job that I've always wanted. And it's scary because you're one step closer to that goal. And even though it's an exciting thing, it's a scary thing too. Because you're creating something new. You're starting a new chapter. And it might have not been what you thought. Or it might be the totally... The total opposite of what, you know, when you were a little kid, what you thought you would be doing. Or what society shapes what you should be doing right now. And I... I was definitely stuck there when I was going through it at the beginning of the the semester here was I just felt so much pressure to be where other people were and that wasn't something that made me happy and I got really overwhelmed. So it's okay to step back and to start going towards goals that make you happy to start finding yourself as a person, it's going to be scary, but it's going to be worth it. And you just got to take one step at a time. One step, one moment at a time. And it's kind of all going to start going. But you just you just need to figure out what makes you happy. Listen to your body. Listen to... Be very in tune. When you're really in tune with your body... You feel 
like, I don't know how to describe it. You feel kind of like, not unstoppable, but you just feel good about every decision you make because you know yourself and you know that you're making the right decision for you. And I know that sounds selfish, but I feel like a lot of people don't feel like they're worth putting themselves first. Not in the sense of like when it comes to anything else, but spending time for yourself to love yourself, to understand yourself. That's not a selfish thing. You deserve that. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to maybe take a break to really listen to what your body needs and what you need as a human. I was getting really overwhelmed. I wanted to come here and do school and focus on school because I never thought I'd be in college. I never thought I'd go to a university, but I'm here and I felt a lot of pressure to do good in school and to get straight A's, to get all my classes in, and I was just really overwhelmed. And I talked to my mom, I talked to my friends, and I talked to professors, and I realized that I'm 20 years old. And if I want to live my life to the fullest, then I'm going to have to be healthy mentally, physically, and I realize that to get to that point, I might need to slow down a little bit. And I need to take off the pressure of these things so that I can be mentally healthy that I can do things that make me happy and live my life the way that I want to live it. So I dropped two classes. I'm focusing on the two classes that I really enjoy. I'm doing my podcast. I'm working on myself every day. And I'm able to just take a breath. And be able to sit with everything, spend the time that I need on the certain subjects that I enjoy. And it just brings a lot of relief because I feel like if we want to learn things and why we go to school is to learn and to grow mentally and academically but understanding that like I feel like sometimes you just like I'm a psych major and I was taking an oceanography class 
And it was, honestly, it was, it's very interesting. But, at the same time, I'm a psych major. I want to learn about the brain. I want to learn about people. And it was just, at this point, I really wanted to focus on that subject. And so, I dropped the ocean class. But... It's not like I'm not going to go back to it. I wasn't able to spend the time I wanted to on that subject because I just had too many things going on. But I really wanted to actually learn. And that's, it might not be what other people are doing. If you are able to take all those classes and succeed and learn, good for you. I give you 100% props for that because... I cannot do that. But if you just feel very overwhelmed and consumed by things that aren't helping you grow into being the most happy you can be and finding yourself, then it's okay to just take a little stress off. It's okay to not go so fast and try to get things done it's okay to slow down and really take your time and notice where you are in this moment in this life like where you stand on this earth and what you want to do who you want to be it's okay to just slow down and I felt a sense of guilt because I wasn't I dropped two classes and so I'm going to be behind and not graduate with all my friends but if I'm working at a pace that works for me then that's all that matters and I'm able to learn and give my all to these classes that I truly love so basically what I'm saying (laughs) Basically, just change is scary. Life is scary. Finding yourself is scary. But in the end, you got to take that jump to get you there. And you have to take steps that make you feel your best. And you're able to give your 100% into something that you love to do. And that you want to focus on so off that topic I'm gonna talk a little bit about my exciting news um so as I said before two weeks ago maybe it was it two weeks ago three weeks ago something happened and this truly hit me like a ton of bricks because it hit me really hard in my self-discovery of Emerson Gorick. <laughs> I wouldn't say it helped me in my self-discovery, but it challenged me, let's say. So about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I got my first tattoo. And I've always wanted to get a tattoo since I was very young. Um... And I would talk to my parents about it. I would talk to my mom and my dad about it. 
and they're like okay like you can get one but like when you're out of the house and whatever so I got my first tattoo and I after I got it um my heart dropped my stomach dropped and I can tell you a little bit why because I started to doubt myself and I started to question myself. I started thinking the moment I saw it, what other people were going to think and what my parents were going to say, what my friends were going to say, what my friend's parents were going to say about me, how this is going to change me how like I look to other people and all this started coming to my head in the moment that I should have been loving myself even more because I got home I called my mom and I just I was like, mom, I'm having a bunch of anxiety. I'm having an anxiety attack right now. And that was the biggest anxiety attack I've ever had in a long time. And she was like, why? And I was like, because I'm scared about what other people are going to say. And she was like, Emerson, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. Doesn't, if it means a lot to you, then it shouldn't matter what anyone else thinks. And I kind of just sat there and I started talking to her and I said, this tattoo means the world to me. This tattoo means the world to me. And I started crying. And once those tears came out, I knew that I did the right thing because I was going against my, not going against, but my family, none of my family members have tattoos. None of my family members have tattoos. I am the first one. And so I felt automatically that I was different from my family and that I was the black sheep because I stood out because I took a risk and I got a tattoo and you guys are probably like Emerson it's just a tattoo like calm down this is what goes in the mind of someone that has anxiety and ADHD and their mind goes 20 miles Only 20 miles an hour, Emerson? Only 20 miles? No. 200 miles per hour? Every single day? Apparently this was a big, very big deal for me because I just had a lot of anxiety about it. And I just sat with it and I was like, I'm questioning Something that I love and that means a lot to me and that is a part of me. 
because of other people and other people's opinions. And I'm scared to be myself because it's different from what everyone else is. And I'm at a point where I I just sit back and I'm like, oh my gosh. I was, I lost a moment of pure joy because I was so consumed about what other people were going to think of me. I was scared because I was starting to become Emerson and find myself as a person because it was different than what my family was or is and it's different from everyone else and that scared me that scared me by the way what I got was family tattooed on my arm and I got family because my family is my everything. My family is my everything. Let me tell you. They are my go-to. They are my world. I would not be here if it wasn't for them. And if you guys know me, you know how amazing my family is. Like... My friends will come over just to see my mom and dad. Our house is a dance party every single night. We talk about everything and anything. And they are just the most amazing people in the whole entire world. The whole entire world. And I got it for them because... They're always going to be with me. They're always going to be the thing that got me through it. And I always know that they're going to be there for me. So I got it for them. And I love you guys. Um, And I just think family is really important. And I'm just really, really lucky and blessed that I have them in my life. So that's my little tattoo experience I love it like I love it it's so cute it's everything I've always wanted and the little Emerson that's always wanted a tattoo is smiling because it's just it's so pretty it's so pretty I love it and it didn't even hurt I thought it was gonna hurt it didn't hurt at all like at all and I was like Am I supposed to be in more pain than I am right now? Because this does not hurt whatsoever. So, very impressed. If you're going to want to get a tattoo, I think it didn't hurt because it was on, like, my arm. I think other spots are going to hurt more. But I'm just going to tell you that it didn't. Maybe I should tell you it hurt because if you then you go, then you're going to be like, oh, this is bad. So, I'm just going to say it hurt. But, um, yeah, I got it. I love it. And, um, it's a part of me now. It's a part of me. It's a part of my life and I love it. 
so much and I'm just very happy. I'm very, very happy with it. So, yeah. Um, well, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Honestly, I cannot tell you how much this means to me and how much love that I have received because of this. And honestly, this was a really scary thing to do. Just talking about my life and everything I've been through. And it's really scary to be doing this. Um, But just having people text me and call me and support me through this whole thing. I just appreciate it so much. And I'm so excited for all the episodes to come. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, And I think my sister's coming next week. So I'm thinking that she is going to be on here with me next week. Hoping and praying. Natalie, I hope that you're going to say yes to being on here. Because if you don't, that's going to be awkward. I'm going to come back in my next episode. And I'm going to be like, yeah, so my sister... um, yeah, she said no. <laughs> That'd be really awkward. But um, hopefully she will be here. Hopefully she'll say yes. Um, so thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And I will see you next week. Bye.